Blog Talk Radio. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Chicago? What's up, what's up? Yeah, it is Friday, Friday. Woo, Lord, the last Friday of July, and it is Praise Break Friday. Take a look off radio is on the air. So we are on the air broadcasting live as always. From the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. And as always, it's your boy, your host, the one and the only Dr. Dana L. King in the studio today. Man, I'm excited to be here on today. We got a great show, great topic for you on today. Y'all ready for this? Ready, 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 ready. Man, look, it's a great show. Uh, Why should we praise God for who he is and then watch this and not what he can do for us? Oh, yeah. Why should we praise God? for who he is and not for what he can do for us. That is what we are going to be talking about today. We're going to talk about that, and then we got some other stuff, too. Uh, we got to talk about y'all's girl. We got to talk about Carly. We got to talk about Carly. She's been charged. They have dropped some They, they have put some charges on Carly from Alabama. Y'all know Carly, the one who, who, who claimed to be kidnapped. Uh, well, some charges have been filed in Alabama. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Chicago, Fiesta Del Sol is this weekend. Oh, yes. I am ready. I got some stuff to do tomorrow, but after, immediately after, look, if we, I'm cooking and we leaving. That's pretty much how it's going to work out. Because uh, <laughs> we going down to the Fiesta Del Sol uh, in Chicago on tomorrow. But, man, look, it is exciting to be here. I'm glad to be here. End of the, end of the uh, summer business training at my school. Uh, no more freshmen until the school starts. I'm not getting bothered with a man because I don't teach freshmen. But we got a good show uh, today, man. Look, let me get a rundown on how you, 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 and you can be a part of 
today's broadcast. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, texts, email requests, and everything else in between. We got a great show. If you want to uh, email the show, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's why you can email the show at TTLOmedia.net. Oh, okay. Still on. At TTLOmedia.net. If you want to follow us on uh, social media, you can do it as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. In fact, you can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. TTL10. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on Instagram. You can do it as well. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Again, 2T1L10. TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. And then the live streams are up and running. That's right. We are live on about five, about seven channels right now. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. You can find us there, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com. You can find us there. You can also find us on YouTube, the YouTube page, TTLO Radio. You can find us there. And don't forget, we're an iHeartRadio partner, which means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group. When you get there, you'll find all of the TTLO Radio shows going back for a good long time. You can find all of them there. And you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. Amen? Amen. Look, man, so it's, it's, it's been a good um we were here Monday, right? Yeah, we were here Monday. Had a great show on Monday, great conversation. You guys were pretty, you guys were awesome. Uh, on Monday, and we're hoping to have, uh, if not even a better turnout today. Do me a favor if you are listening or watching, wherever you may be watching from, come on, check in with us real quick. Let us know where you are watching from. If you're watching or listening online uh, via Blog Talk Radio, uh, you can also go ahead and check in over there as well. That chat box is open as well. You can check in there. I am just, I'm glad it's Friday. I, let me tell you something. I'm tired. Football camp, everything came to an end this week. Football camp ended this week. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to the team. Tanya, I got some haters and some doubters at the school. Uh, uh, they, some, some haters and some doubters. Uh, uh, talk about you know what what what, what y'all gonna do? Because I already told the people that we win five games, a minimum of five games. Matter of fact, we might start. I, I, I'm feeling real strongly about starting off three of those. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm 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 I'm, I'm excited about that. So uh, say that again. No, that mission college stuff over with. We ain't, that's over with. That's over with. We 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 look here. Our defense looks good. And we we out there, man. So I'm I'm excited about my 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 football team, my high school football team uh, this year. Uh, my boys are excited. They're ready to play. They're good, and uh, we gonna have a good good time. Also, also, uh, what's going on, Sister Marion? Good to see you. Thank you for checking in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we also uh, so yeah, but we got some haters at at school. You know, they 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 talking crazy, trying to make look, trying to make bets on high school at football game. Now, what kind of stuff is that? But I took them on the best though. So uh, yeah, 
Uh, but yes, yeah, so all of that. I'm, I'm again. I'm, I'm just excited about it. But let's just jump into it, y'all. Just, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it in and get it out the way real quick. So y'all know Monday we was talking about the, the news came down on Monday that uh, y'all girl Carly, y'all know Carly. Carly, what they call her. Carly from uh, over there in uh, Atlanta, in Alabama, Alabama. I'm gonna mess up the wrong people. But Carly from Alabama. Uh, who claimed that she had was, yeah, she had was, who claimed she was kidnapped. Uh, she is now uh, been charged with making a false statement. Uh, yeah, she's been charged with making a false statement. And then we'll talk about it for a few minutes. But, yeah, so Carly Russell, uh, the Alabama, she who made, that, who made the call to 911, uh, saying one thing. I have been charged. Let's get to that now. Well, she smiled on her So there it is. So she's been charged with that. Uh, I, I echo the the statements, the, uh, the statements from the police department uh, as far as uh, yeah, it just can't be a slap on the wrist. Uh, I'm not saying she's supposed to spend the rest of her life in jail. I'm not going to say that at all. That's not at all what I'm insinuating or anything like that. Uh, but it does. It opens up uh, so many you know open wounds for people who already have people missing in their lives and got to do with this. But I. I don't know if y'all saw this or not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back. Let me see if I can just refresh and then pause. Because, uh, huh? You can share your yeah, I am. As soon as I can, as soon as it speaks again, as soon as it comes back up. Uh, I'm looking at her mugshot. And I just want y'all to see it with me. Uh, I'm going to share my screen in one second here as soon as this ad goes away. Uh, but I really need y'all to see uh, this. Uh, this picture of her from the news report um, from earlier today. So, okay, now I can do it. Uh, here, boom. So, um, she turned herself in today. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just not a good, uh, it's not a good, who did, whose report is this? Is this from, where, where did I play this from? The CBS, ABC. ABC, ABC. Oh, here it is right here. Um, that, that, y'all, y'all see? Why is she? She's smiling on her mugshot. I'm just going to leave it at that. She's smiling on her mugshot. Now, maybe she ain't supposed to look sad or mean mug to come, but she's smiling on the mugshot. I just I don't I don't know if I'd be smiling with the thoughts of possible with the possibility of spending time in jail. Now somebody might say if she's if she's uh uh if they find that she is mentally disturbed, then she won't actually get jail time, she'll have to go get some counseling and see some therapy and all that kind of stuff. Um so yeah, maybe that's the case. But I don't know. 
I don't know, but you know, it, that that's somewhat disturbing. I don't know. So, but yeah, so that's 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 the deal with her, um, and that's that's all I had for that one. Uh, oh, I know what else I wanted. To, I know what else I wanted to share with you all. I saw this. Uh, I think I told you. I told you about it yesterday, and I I, I shared this on my Facebook page uh, earlier today. And it was uh, this thing just it just blew my mind completely. Uh, and I want to make sure you all see this. Uh, I want to play this report for you uh, from Chicago uh, news media here. Let me get that up and run it, and then I'm going to share my screen again with y'all, because this one just, just, just really just got me uh, big time. Let me see here. Uh, this one. Nope. Where'd it go? Come on, come on, come on back, come on back, come on back. All right, so let me get this page. Come on. Y'all see that? Help me. Help me, people. 14 years old. Yeah, check it out. 14, 14 years old. And, 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 and that's the one. Um, that's the one. There was another report that he robbed up to 12 people. That he robbed up to 12 people. In 45, I'm sorry, yeah, 12, I'm sorry, just say 11. 11 people in 45 minutes. Ha! Sway. And he was, and that's not, that is not a, a, um, if you look at the map, if you just look at this map, the map is, he went from the 1200 block of North Milwaukee to the 1100 block of West Chicago Avenue to the 700 block of West Taylor. It literally looked like he was in a car, got on 290. I'm sorry, on I on 90 uh, uh, on the Kennedy. I'm trying not to call it the no chief Kennedy. He got on the Kennedy. At what was 1 a.m. That's why. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was chilly. It was, it was that. literally. He made his way from way up north all the way back to 2500 block of South Austin, or, or one place or the other. I don't know if he started north and made his way south, but he started south and made his way north. Either way, that's a lot of stuff. In 45, that means he was literally robbing people, hopping on the expressway. Robbing somebody, hopping on the expressway. Robbing somebody, hopping on the expressway. He like two at a time. Two, hop on the expressway, come back down. He got off at somewhere by Taylor. So he got two people, three of them three he must have did together. So 700 blocks of West Taylor, 1100 blocks of West Taylor, and then 1100 blocks of South Connect. That's all in the same little vicinity. Then he jumped back on and got off at you know, 2400 blocks of South Canal. So maybe he just stayed on. Somewhere he got caught. <laughs> John said he knew not to come out west. 
I am just, yeah, we, you, yeah, we just talked about uh, Kylie, Felicia. We just talked about Kylie. Uh, yeah, she's going to be on the new, on, on the new Black Coming Back. She's going to be on that. The new series. The new season. It's still on. Um, I, I, I am 14 years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Is this some? Is this some old? Gonna see how it works. Right. We call this prison tangerine. Um, I am. Yeah. This 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 bothers me, and this I put this post up on my Facebook page earlier. I know some of y'all saw it uh, on my personal page, and I, I appreciated some of the responses from people. Uh, this brother named John Deere, uh, he works for the Juvenile Detention. He said, this was his comment. If I can share my screen. This is technology. Um, he said, yeah. He said, I guess, oh, you to see it. He says, I guess I've been jaded since I worked in juvenile detention. He says, the law for juveniles, uh, the law for juveniles stick. He's transferring trauma to others, and, and the thing he knows is that there will be no accountability at all for his actions. If he wanted some of job, he would have had one. Hmm. Then he goes on to say, uh, with the summer ending in a month, we enter, enter the fall, and we're see, just imagine the crimes committed during, the se- during that season when they see others enjoying themselves. And they look at their situation. Community at large has the power to really make some changes. We put our hopes in the po- into politicians who owe favors the prominent donors and casually forget who elected them. Wow. Wow. Uh, and then uh, Mortimer Snurd, <laughs> the third interesting name, says misunderstood. No, he said no. Misunderstood. No board. He said after the scam scamdemic, the kids don't want to don't want to work at a job. They'd rather crack cars and boost cars now. They'd rather mob up through social media and disturb society. And those cops won't do anything to them. Even if they get arrested, they'll be released soon and back on the block bragging. No repercussions whatsoever. And then my, my good friend Donald Conley says, that's the remedy uh, our illustrious mayor has for youth crime. Not jail, not prison, just those of some programs at the expense of corporations and taxpayers. Because when he overtakes the corporations, uh, when he overtaxes the corporations and they run, the burden falls on the taxpayer. God help us. Yeah. That's a that's a whole whole mess, a whole mess. I I I don't know what um yeah. I I'm I'm not again. Are those programs needed? Absolutely. But is that an excuse to be doing that 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 doesn't cover what that young man is doing and what others like him are doing? Because truth be told, it's people his age and younger. Uh, and under the age of 18, they're doing a lot of these carjacks, a lot of these car thefts, and a lot of other stupid stuff that's going on out there. A lot of them. It's an adult in somewhere running them? Probably. Probably. Because they ain't doing it, you know, at one point they were doing it for fun. Now I think they're actually doing it for the money. So, you know, yeah, somebody somebody is running them. And, and, and yeah, it, 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 I don't know. I have no, I don't even, I don't even have a thought to, to where, where the possibility again. Yes, the community centers and and, 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 and places and stuff for them to go is needed, absolutely. I'm never going to say it's not needed. But there's never going to excuse this foolishness. Never. It's never going to excuse this. All right, Felicia, what you got for me? She says, question. Ooh. 
What are, your, what are your deal breakers for cutting ties or distancing yourself from an adult child asking for a free? That's a good question. Let me, I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. They're going to always be your kids. At the end of the day, they're going to always be your kids. At some point, when you've exhausted everything you can do and they keep reverting back to what they want to do versus what they need to do. Mind you, they're adults. So you can't tell them what to do. You can tell them what they should do. But it's not like, you know, when they're in your household. But when they are still, at the end of the day, still your children and they're going to make mistakes, cutting them, cutting ties, I, that's kind of a strong term, but but as far as being a part of their go-to crew, being a part of their uh, readily available support system, there comes a time when that has to when that has to slow down and and slow down and come to an immediate halt. Because what happens is you uh, unfortunately we and I understand why we as black folks do it a lot. And I, and I see for all black people, I know we do it a lot because we're trying to make up for, we trying to make up for uh, lost time, we're trying to make up for what we didn't have, we're trying to make up for whatever. So we have a tendency to, to, to fold and bend when normally we would not. Being disrespectful, that's a different conversation. Uh, being disrespectful, but being disrespectful comes in a lot of ways. Being disrespectful is outright disrespect, like, you know, speaking to me like I'm some stranger on the street or all that kind of stuff. That's one type of disrespect. The other type of disrespect is lying to my face when you know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, but you're saying you are. I would, I would tell you like this. Once, once, uh, hold your question, Chianti. I'm going to get you next. That's a very good question. Uh, once, once they have shown you that they are not interested in doing things, not necessarily your way, but a way that you're trying to help them that's going to help them better help themselves, that's when you have to start pulling back and say, I'm going to let you do what you do. And when you fall into whatever trap or whatever it is you fall into, I'm not going to be available. I'm not going to be available. You cannot make yourself available. Uh, and I understand that. And I will say this to children, but family members, period. I don't care what level of family member you are. There comes a time when you have to say, you know what, I'm, I just can't do it. I can't. I cannot do it now. When they are, when I was, one thing about it, you're legally responsible for the agent. So in some cases, while they in college, right? However, however, if that child or children are taking you for granted, being disrespectful, and you're doing everything that you're supposed to do and beyond to make sure that they have a a, a, a comfortable life and a comfortable situation. And they are being bold-faced, disrespectful to you. It's easy. That's an easy turn-off. Yeah, that, that, that's an easy because it's like you know what? Because you have to think about it like this. And I, you know, it's easy to say the statement because as I get older, you know, stuff tends to happen. But it's easy to say. You can, you know, somewhat confidently say, "You gonna need me before I need you. <laughs> you gonna have to come back to me for something before I come to you for." And, 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 and sometimes they need that harsh reality check. Sometimes that, some, for some, that harsh reality check 
is 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 you got to allow them to hit make you to turn rock bottom, but you have to allow them to hit and realize that okay, I know I screwed this up versus constantly trying to uh 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 right exactly and you use it perfectly. The prodigal son didn't go the the father didn't go looking for them. Stay on the porch looking for him. Because he said, and now, now when he comes home, now if you're going to take that route, you're going to you know, open up, but yeah, you have to. One of, the things, one of the things that the Mormons do is they give them, it's not, the time is not a walkabout, but it's like a recess or something, where they give them time to, 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 to leave and go out into the, to the world and see the world. They get to go out and do, see the world while they are out. And then they can make the decision. That, that's so that they can make a, I believe it's when they reach a certain age. They go out there, and that's so that they can make a decision on their own. I want to come back, and I want to be in this life, or I want to go and be in this life. Mission trip. Thank you. Is it mission? No, it's not mission. It's not mission trip. It's, something, it's called something else. Um, Rumspringer. Huh? Rumspringer. Rumspringer. Huh? Yeah, write a passage. Yeah, write a passage. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amish people do it where you get to go out there and. You know, oh, it's the Amish, not the Mormons. Amish, not the Mormons. Ain't they Mormons? No. They all got different. Yeah, they all got different different belief systems. But the Amish is from Springer where they go out and they go and they see their clothes, society clothes. Right. They go be regular. Yeah. And then what's the. Oh. And then, you know, you choose whether or not to come back. You're done. You're done. Excommunicate. That's what priests just said. Priests just said, sowing your royal oats. Where are you going to go? Queen. Queen. What better place for queen? So, yeah. Um, but you have to allow them to go out and make their mistakes. Mormons, Mormons do mission trips. Okay, Amish do the other. Okay, got it. But one of the uh, what 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 the the you gotta allow them to do, Felicia, is is you gotta allow them to just grow and be out there. And sometimes them being out there is the reality check they need, you know. And then it starts with for me, it starts with the nose, right? It starts with the you know what? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Can I? Have? Nope. That's that's literally the, the that's literally the tape you're gonna have to have. You know, you can call. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Can I bark? No. Nope. It ain't even it ain't, it ain't even a it ain't even a you know the whole play of the game or what you need for when you gonna give it back. Just, we just we just hit it in the bud real quick. No, nah, brother. Do it. And I even tell that lie. That ain't able. Nope. Not not gonna help you. And for them, that's a huge one. The entitlement game. Oh my! Don't don't you ain't got to tell me about the entitlement. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me about the entitlement game. You forget I work at a private school. <laughs> I got I work at a private school where where, where fourteen year olds are walking, brand new freshmen walking around with Hermes belts on, <laughs> and, and brand new Gucci shoes, and 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 real red bottoms, and 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 all of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shanti says it started with the blurred lines of parent and friend. That is it. A lot, a lot of, a lot of parents wanted to be their children's friend more than they wanted to be parents. They, 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 they flipped the switch somewhere around the age of ten. 
11, right before the teenage age, and it happens with younger parents, but, but, but it happened earlier, right around the 10, 11 age, they went from being mama to being my best, my, my bestie. My mama is my bestie. My, my, you know, it's like, and, 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 and then that relationship became a friend relationship until they get to be about 13, 14, 15, and then they start making friends their own age. But then you still think of them as your little friend, but they don't think of you as their little friend anymore. Now you're just the ATM. You're the provider. You're the, you're the, you're the, you're the refrigerator. You're the grocery store. You're, you're, the, you're the ATM card. You're the credit card. You, you, you know, you're the unlimited whatever, whatever. You, know, you, you, you Uber. You, you Uber. You DoorDash. You school bus. You all of that. And, and, and then and then when you, when you when you start to say no, then they forget you, mama, and start to try, and then try to start that little slick talking conversation. That just don't that just don't flow. Uh, Felicia, there's nobody to on song. I was always this one area. Too much social media. She acting brand new, and I'm an old school parent. Yeah. So social media, for all its good has given us, it, it has given access to a lot of, of, of uh, it, it's given access, don't get me wrong, the stuff that kids are doing on social media, kids were doing when I was a child, except I didn't know that they were doing it. Because <laughs> all, all, all I had access to were the kids that were on my block, you know, and then family members didn't have in for something. But I only had access to the kids on the block. So you knew the one kid on the block who was, you know, little extra. He couldn't come to your house. You couldn't go to his. Right? But, but. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but you knew the kids. You knew the kids, right? Every, you knew the kids who were spoiled. You knew the kids who were extra. But I didn't, I didn't meet, I didn't have black children on my block that would go back and forth with their parents. That just didn't happen. It just didn't exist. And now, because of, and I hate to say this about my, my, my liberal brothers and sisters, but now it's, it's, well, you need to let little Johnny have his opinion. Little Johnny needs to be able to express his thoughts. Little Johnny needs to be able to, and, and so now, you know, it's kind of like the parents who said, uh, you know, like those people who cook, who cook uh, uh, multiple meals because he or she don't eat this. I do that. I did that. Wait. Me when she, when she was playing beat. No, I, I mean, I did, I, no, I didn't want to do a little. I, I was okay with it. But I told you, we had a, we had a talk because, you know, angry with her, with her childhood chubbiness. Whatever. Come on. <laughs>
that, that's fine. I'm saying what, what happens is we don't realize it. We, a lot of times we set our kids, we, we set ex, our kids start to have expectations that aren't realistic outside of your house, outside of what's, what's considered the real world of where they live. And when you do that, you start to create these little, these little monsters. And then when these little monsters get to be 13, 14, 15, then they start coming in the house saying, well, what you cook? And why you fix that? Ain't nothing else. You didn't think about me when you was good. It's like, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. So, so it, it, it turns into, it turns into, then you start having kids saying, you know, you went to the store, get something to eat, you bring me nothing. You know, my thought process is, Negro, you got a job. Especially when you start getting old, old. You know, 17, 18, 19 years old, start talking extra. It's like, hold on, you, this, this, is what, this, is what, this is what we're eating tonight. Now, if you got something else, you, you want to get you something else, feel free. Go get you something else. I just think that the options, when you start giving all those options out, it's kind of like even with TV now, right? And, and, and again, TV watching. We got a million options for TV shows. And then, and then we'll be the first one to say, no, no, we got a million options. Million subscriptions, free stuff, hourly stuff, all kinds of stuff. We got access to everything. And we'll still say there's nothing on. But we are the same generation, only had two, five, seven, nine, and Fox. <laughs> two, five, seven, nine, Fox. And Channel 44, for reference, back in the day. But that was, that when you, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you overdo it, and I'm not saying, you know, I understand you got kids with allergies now and all that kind of stuff, which I'm not about to think I sent you. But you got kids with allergies now, so now you got to do this and do that and everything else. But they have to get 532. That's what I meant. WFLD, right. Uh, uh, when you have all these different options, then now it's starting with, I want this, I want that. I don't want this, I want that. You know, and then it goes to, you know, um, it goes to school. It goes to the school. So now, even when you have, I, I can appreciate this, I, and I hated uniforms as a kid who went to Catholic school for, 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 uh, for eight years and then Lutheran school for my eighth grade year. So I was in a uniform for, from pretty much from preschool to eighth grade. I had on a uniform. And because at Bethel Lutheran, I had on a uniform. And I lady of Lord, I had on a uniform. And at St. John Lutheran, I had on a uniform. So I know what it's like to wear a uniform. I didn't like the uniform, but I understand the premise of the uniform. It's because guess what? When you go to this place, when your parents send you here, you recognize that guess what? The uniform is this heaven gray and this whatever color maroon, whatever color red maroon that you get. This is the color, and this is what you wear in this environment. No, you don't get a choice. Your only choice is the gold tie. Or the maroon tie. Sweater vest or long sleeve sweater. Button up or not. You got all those choices, but you're wearing these colors. And, that, and that's the price you pay for going here. So my thing is whether it be food or I've got my channel left. Uh, <laughs> it, it, whether it be food or, or, or any of those things. That's how you bring people in. But please, to, to put a, a, a pin on your, on, on period on your, uh, on your question, on your question, 
you got, it, 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 I don't know that there's a, I don't know if there's an age. Now your question wasn't about age, but just when it comes to the point, uh, when it gets down to disrespect, you you have to the, the boundaries have to be really tight. The boundaries have to be like you know what the, that wall needs to go up instantly. Be like no, not here. If if nothing if nothing else for your own sanity, if nothing else for your own sanity, you have to you have to cut those cut those things off. Uh, or shut them down. I don't like to use the term cut off. Shut them down. Because once their access, and, and what it is, is you limit their access to you. Even your kid is like, hey, you limit their access. Because you're not going you're not gonna, you're not gonna to ever disrespect me or cuss me out or call me out of my name and then turn around, I don't care if it's two months from now, and act like this doesn't happen because you got a bill due. Because you got some money that you need me to send you. That, it don't work that way. It don't work that way. We teaching our boys on the football team that right now, and under no cir- under no circumstances, it's, it's it's yes coach or no coach. My bad, coach. That's all. That, that, that those that's your response. <laughs> yes, coach. No coach. My bad, coach. That's it. Anything like you want to raise up or whatever. Wrong team. Wrong team. So you know it's it it it, it it's but it's you know I I, I hope you. Um, She's telling me some of these comments, Crooklyn. You don't eat them people. I don't re- you know, I saw Crooklyn, but I don't remember Crooklyn. And and that was Spike, that was Spike Lee movie, right? That was one of his last like good movies before everything else fell off, I believe. Jaconda says that eat what was cooked. That's it, that's all. <laughs> uh please said the conflict started and ended because you want us to continue to pay your cell phone bill. Ooh, and you got a whole food. Oh no. A whole full-time job and apartment. Oh no! <laughs> she said, "Use a payphone." They don't have them no phone. Um, uh, nineteen twenty-two. Oh no! Mm. I'm sorry. You leave out the house once you've moved out and established your own stuff. The only way you stay on the cell phone plan is if you kick in your part. Now, if you kick in your part, if the bill is like you know, hundred and fifty bucks. You got one of the phones, you know, run me for the dollars or whatever. And and then and whatever overages you happen to go over. <laughs> but shouldn't have no overages taken But run run me that and we good. Run me that and we good. Because when you leave, you should know. No, we know. Now 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 if we get a good deal, fall the phone. Like like right now we got a on our five phones. <laughs> um, what's, uh, what's this? What's this? Oh, that's Angela. I'm choosing to join on YouTube tonight as on my way from the old head to get crab legs. Lord, you need to go crab legs, Angela. Um, I just, what was the name? I asked this Monday. Forget it. Smith. Smith. Angela Smith John. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't get that. Let me go back to Shante's question. Shante. Shante. Let me go back up. Let me go back up. Where is it? 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 Okay, my question is, do we, why do we keep trying to modernize God? The old school still works. Shante, help me with your, with your question, because I, I understand where you're going, but help me with your question. You can either type it, or you know you can call in, 323-870-4375. Call in number. That, that way I don't have to, you know, if I have to wait for you to, to type it. Um, so y'all can always call in with your question. Uh, uh, 
But I, I just, because I, I, I understand your point, because Tony was referencing that, 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 that same point too. Why, why, why are we trying to modernize, uh, modernize church? And, and so I want to make sure I, I understand exactly what you mean by that. 
as an 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old, I didn't understand what was being preached about. So I can't say that the sermon, you know, it's just like when I joined the church at 10. I walked down the aisle. I got tired of them looking at me. I got tired of being the only one. I was, I was the holdout, man. I ain't going. <laughs> and my mama wasn't going. And my mama didn't make me go. Everybody tried to come back. There. I remember my grandma came back there one time. Finally, that next to me. Come on, okay. You don't have to go to the church. You gonna get up and you gonna walk down there. I said, I bet you I don't. <laughs> I said, I bet you I don't. I, I mean, she came and sat. You know how the business are. Hey, King, he came and sat right next to me. I promise you, uh, uh, James Wood got happy and started preaching, and she stood up and gave that good amen. You know what I did? Stand up. I disappeared. I was right out the door, right out the back door. You can see me just holler, take it, get it I'm gone. I wasn't going down there. I wasn't going down there. I, you weren't gonna make me go. I went when I I went when I wanted to go, not because they somebody the time forced me to go. But again, I did not understand any of what was being preached. So now I understand. I I could see the necessity for having a youth church, having a preacher, a young preacher, or whoever, well, whoever it might be, teaching um, teaching the word. It's like an extension of Sunday school but teaching the word of God in a way that I could relate to so that by the time I got to be about 11, 12, or 13, now that I'm no longer back there and I'm in the, in the, in the inside the church, you know, because it's just like being in, in, a, young, in a young adult choir. I was in a young adult choir in my high school years. because they called it young adult choir. I was in one of these 14, you know, freshman, sophomore in high school. And, you know, we're singing songs. We just, you know, we're singing these songs. You know, passing, you know, the governor's drill, the passing out on General Savages. We singing these songs. And uh God bless you, uh Josh uh, uh Joseph Gibson for listening in on Block Talk, bless you, sir. Uh we we listen to um we singing these songs, but we don't know what the songs mean. We just sing them. Because we didn't have that correlation for somebody to to give us the the the, the other side of what's really going on, on how the scripture works. On what, on what these words actually mean and what was going on during this time. Nobody gave us context. So we just sat there. And nine times out of ten, y'all know it to be true, we were sleeping in church. Remember, I was an usher. I was on the back row. G.I. Joe and Batman in hand. And when they got through having their battle in the church, me and G.I. Joe and Batman all took a nap on the back row. Sleep. Good speech. You know, he's a peppermint in my mouth. Or a rock candy. Back when the rock candy used to be good, they come before they messed it up. We need to be real with it. I ain't gonna get out. Right, because Andrew said, I ain't gonna let my religion down. Like, yeah, you don't even know what that is. I ain't. I'm gonna let go back to sleep every time. And you better not say nothing that you know. These kids got snacks and people getting Yeah, they do. They do. Now, now, that's a lot. That's a lot. But here's my question. Is it working? Is it working? Are, are we helping them develop their relationship with God 
by giving them these other alternatives, these other alternative these other alternative ways to learn. Because that's just like modernizing schools. I mean, duh, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, you know, what what are we what what are, what are we doing? Let me go back and read just Alicia's no, Shanti says, for example, the government made same um, same sex marriage legal, not by. I don't got to cuss out just because I won't officiate one. Just okay. That's what you mean by modern trying to modernize church. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So that's that that is that's not even modernizing church. That's just changing the law. I'm not even gonna put that off on the church. Now to me, to me that just that's just that's just changing the law. And and again, I, I appreciate the fact that churches added um added that, that situation to their bylaws because again, you know, I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna be talking about this because I'm not going down the rabbit hole tonight. But no, you shouldn't that, 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 that's a non-starter. That's a non-starter. They, they, can, take my, they can take my license tomorrow. <laughs> Look, it ain't issued by the state no way. But they can take my, <laughs> they can take my license and, and my ordination papers back tomorrow. Because I ain't never going to fish anyone. I don't care how much they pay. I'm good. That, that, that just ain't going to work for me. Uh, she said we grew into it at Greater Bethlehem. Yeah, you and again, it's a, it's a process. It's a, it's absolute it's absolutely a process. Uh, she said, but then I got interested. I started getting chance to teach Sunday school because I asked questions. Yeah, and that's when you know. So you have so for me, and I, I'll use me for example. Uh, I use me for example. So I left church at fourteen. My mama stopped going at. 15, 15, 15 years old, between 14 and 15. My mama stopped going to church. She stopped going to, 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 to church. She was like, I don't know what happened, probably some church mess, but she was fed up, and she just decided she wasn't going. Well, when she decided she wasn't going, that means I didn't have to go. So now my Sunday mornings consisted of uh, 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 what was it? W, uh, what was WGCI? Was it uh, Thursday night? Whatever it was. But, uh, but the, uh, the Herb Kent on Sunday playing the Dusty and and uh, vacuuming and dusting the living room and the dining room <laughs> and then helping her cook the dinner and then riding with her to pick my great-grandmama up from church. Because my great-grandmama was still going to church. But I wasn't. When my mama stopped going, I wasn't going. And the only time I went was for the occasional funeral or somebody got married. And I didn't, I didn't come back, and I've shared this story a lot with all of you. I didn't come back to church until I was 20. My grandmama died in 98, so I was 28. I came back to church in 2000. Yeah. I came back to church in 2000. Right around the time, right when I was at, I turned 30. Yeah. Right, when I, right, right before I turned 30, I came back to church. I, I was I had no interest in it. I saw I saw all of the uh I saw no I'm not doing that. No, I'm not. I saw all of the um the, the craziness and you know when you're in a family that's that's connected to the church, that's that's a part of the church, you get to see the ends and the outs. And I didn't like the ends or the outs. <laughs> I, I saw I saw that and I'm like this is church. Like, really? This is what church, this is how church people act. Like, I don't need to be in church then. I'm good out here. 
Because look, at least in the street, I knew who was gonna try to do me wrong. <laughs> that was my that was my that was my that was my non-wisdom having thoughts. At least in the street, I felt like I knew where the shady people were. At least I knew where the crazy people were. At least I knew who the, who the foolish people were and all of that. In church, it was like I couldn't tell them who was who. So I was better off outside. So I stayed outside. Yeah. But I, you know, and, and I, I, I appreciate the experience. And the thing about it is I never, I never stopped talking to God. I just stopped dealing with his people. <laughs> I did. I never stopped talking to God. I just stopped dealing with his people. Because it was, it was, it was rough. You can sit back and you see these people. Like again, family is when you, when your when your family runs the church, you get to see the ins and the outs. And like I said, I didn't like the ends or the outs. I'm like, this, this just ain't right. It don't make no sense. So think about it like this. And this will give you a little insight to me. If I if I was quick to tell my own people, y'all focus as hell. If I was quick to tell my own people that, you already know. I just I that's why I call it like I see it. You know, I call it like I see it. You know, that's why I'm, I'm real kind of standoffish when it comes like, nope, I don't need to be on that. I don't need to be on that. I'm good right here. I'm, I'm good right here. <laughs> you, you know, you, 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 you know, it's like you, you can see stuff. You can see stuff now. When you've been through the ups and downs and the, and the inner working, once you've been through the inner working, that training, whatever you want to talk, it gives you sight and vision to see stuff. Five moves ahead. Like, oh, I'll make sure this is. Let me grab over there. Try to move over there. Just move over there. Try to move over there. <laughs> slide over there. Move over there. They talk to you. Right, you're right. You know, you see plugs on the side of the sidewalk. Your car's coming. Just move out the way. You don't get to splash on the side. I don't care. Because you see it. You just see it. Uh, uh, said, we also did with a lady that did not grow up in church's children. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. There is a a a a millennials that didn't grow up in church. Uh, who are the, so let me let me let me let me get this right. Generation, what are we X? We X, right? You not? I thought seventy nine was still you still made it, but you search it up. I'm talking. Who are the who are the um? Who are the parents of the millennials? Because we're, 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 we're Christina, we're Christina's, and that could be considered millennials, right? Yeah. Right. So their parents, also oh, their parents are the baby boomers then. Okay. So then if I'm a Gen X, if I'm Gen X, then my kids are the what? Gen Z? Is that what Joshua was falling into? Because he's 26. Yeah. What year? 96. Yeah. So we had the Gen Z. And, and the baby boomer had the millennials. Yeah. But no, but my mom was a baby boomer. 
What you picking to the basketball? You want to get it. I'm
just two years younger and everything is they're they're they are different mm. they are two years really made a difference you know i thought i was doing something by keeping you know they say half the kids two no, no less than four years apart and it's too close but there's clearly a difference in two years but i also think because it's not together there is uh, great confidence of the vibe of those of those of that generation as more people are focused on the 9 kids and how it's life for them. I think there's going to be, I, I, I think tonight, 2020, we'll, we'll be talking about the COVID-19 children. You sound echo. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just think it's, um, the whole the whole process with between these, like I said, I, for the last two weeks, I've been dealing with 125. No, not all of them. 164 new freshmen uh, at my school. 64 of them, and uh, it's been a it's been a uh, it's been a process. It's been a process. Just looking look at these are kids who freshmen just graduated from eighth grade, <laughs> and they're walking in privilege. You know, walking in you know from a lot of privilege and everything like that. And of course, you make you make adjustments as they go, and then you know. But I, I'll never. I don't think we should ever. <clears throat> ever compromise church. I'm not gonna compromise the word. You may present it differently. Of course you present it, but I tell you this all the time. There's no way Jesus was walking the earth now. It's brand new. And Jesus was coming to do his venture, the same thing we read about, but he was going to in, in this modern time. That he would not take advantage of modern technology. Jesus took advantage of what was available while he was there in that time frame. You put Jesus in 2023, physical Jesus, walking the earth, doing his ministry, his three-year ministry, from the time that he, you know, re, re, you know, reappeared and did his ministry, going around, picking 12 people to be his disciples, he would use the technology that was available. He would be on the internet. He would be on social media. He would be driving a car. He would not be riding an ass from, from, from Chicago to Alaska. It was <laughs> right. You know, I don't know if he was that easy. He would just keep his sandals on. He might have some Birkenstocks. He might. <laughs> he might put on some Birkenstocks. You know, good open toe joints. I don't see him in no Yeezys. He ain't, he ain't gonna, you know. But again, you never know. He might because that's the that's the that's the look of the people, depending on where he would show up. He would look like he would look like the people. If Jesus was born, instead of being born in Bethlehem in a manger, if he was born in Chicago in, in the 70s in the project, he would look like he came from there. That way, when he got ready to go and talk to people, he wouldn't look like a stranger. He would look like, oh, you a dude from over here. You a dude from the low end. You a dude from over here, or whatever it might be. So, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, I, Jesus, I, I believe you absolutely use modern technology. All right, look, we're going to take a break. Jesus got standards of applause. But I told you. Jesus. I should say Jesus. He got his own brand. He got his own brand. Oh, oh shoot. Oh, God. Look, we're going to take a quick break. Me, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll jump into 
uh, some more of our conversation. But in the meantime, in the meantime, let's get to where is it at? Uh, where's volume one? Let's get that. Yeah, back on Audio input, everything. That's why I'm hearing echo. The audio input, everything is coming from the camera. The camera's microphone. It was already back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. This phone. That's the music of I Canvas. You can download all his tracks on Instagram. That nice gospel mix. I like it. Again, Canvas. We are back, we are back, we are back. I guess the echo is gone now too. Because <laughs> the sound was coming through here. So I'm like, I know Mike was here. <laughs> but we back, we back, we back. We got this good article that we're going to jump into for this last study. Good minutes we got here. And uh, just want to see what y'all, how y'all feel about it. Really says, why should we praise God for who he is and not what he can do for us? The writer uh, is Hope Bollinger. I'm going to say Bollinger. It's Bollinger. And Hope, Hope uh, is an acquisitions editor at Endgame Press and the author of almost 30 books. More than 1,500 of her works have been featured in various publications. You can check her out at hopebollinger.com. Uh, or uh, books on faith. You talk to anyone there? No, I don't. <laughs> well, then what's all fancy? <laughs> I said it's only two songs planned. I mean, one song planned. Yeah. I know the one song planned. She said I got two songs planned to say. <laughs> It's just one, it's just remix like that. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we are back, we are back. Let's jump into it, let's jump into it. The writer says this, how often do we praise God for stuff he gives us rather than who he eats? If we exercise complete honesty with ourselves, myself included, he says, we can accept that in seasons of abundance, we have no problem lifting up praises to God. Thank you for my children's health. Thank you for opening the right doors at work. Thank you for my loving self. But in times of difficulty, we have a tough time singing the same praises. Just like Beyonce doesn't work again. Yeah, you know, that's all I know. It's all with Beyonce. Beyonce was mixed into it. Uh, the writer says, why? Often because we equate God's blessing with stuff he gives us. We forget that we do that we do also thank God for being God. Well, thank God for being God. If you have any thoughtful reservations about that, Psalm 33, 45 says, For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing amen. Amen. I like that a lot. Um, again, this is, this is uh, a part of of why we all should be praising God, not for what he gives us, but for what he needs. <laughs> Often, the, uh, the writer says, so let's discuss some reasons why we should praise God for being God and not just for what he can do for us. So the first one, the first one says, uh, it breaks his heart if we just praise him for what he can do. Wow. That's, 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 that's heavy. 
It breaks his heart if we just praise him for what he can do. The Bible says this. He says, my pastor recently preached on the story of the prodigal son. In the penultimate um, part of the story, the so-called good son lodges a complaint against his father when his father throws a party for the other son, the one who just returned home. Let's take a look at the passage. The writer says, the older brother became angry and refused to go to Egypt. So his father went out and preached with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your order. Yet you never even gave me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property, the prostitute comes home, you kill the fat and fat. Essentially what he does is he tells his father that his faithfulness came with the father. He expected the father's son. The same thing the prodigal son told his father when he fled from home, all those verses back in the scripture. Now, think about how much it would break your heart if your child went up to you and said, I've only been good because I won't go in heaven. Oh, my God. How often do we do the same thing to God? Yes, we should praise God for the wonderful blessings he brings to our lives, but that shouldn't be the only time we thank him and glorify him. Does this not just fit? Watch this. Watch this. Does this not just fit what we were talking about with ungrateful, uh, ungrateful and, and what was the word? Uh, um, um, what was the word? Uh, uh, not expected. What's the word I, we were using? Uh, um, Privilege. Does it not fit the same tone as talking about ungrateful and privileged children? Because they feel like they are old something, right? It's just like a kid who brings home good grades. You bring home straight A's. Entitled. Thank you. You bring home straight A's. What else are you supposed to do? It's, it's kind of like, you remember the whole when, 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 when people were doing this whole thing about daddy and daddy was saying, oh, I got to babysit my kids this weekend. No! <laughs> Hey, baby, it's your kid. You want credit for doing what you're supposed to do? You, you, you want credit? So when you think about the, the people, and I like the fact that this article talks about the other son. But we always talk about the prodigal son. We don't talk about the one that was at the house. And literally, he said, I've been here doing everything so I can get the stuff the right way. And you're giving it to this bum who left you and took it over. Yes. It's that I'm entitled to. I'm supposed to. I'm not saying you shouldn't reward. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's when they already have the mentality. I did this. So you're supposed to give me that. You know what I think about? I think about kids who, who get the good grades, who do everything right, but their parents can't afford to do anything else. You think about that. Those kids who go to school every day, don't cause drama, do the work, and, and because their parent has a tight budget or whatever situation is, they don't get to splurge when little Johnny brings home straight A. Come on, Cain and Abel. That's exactly it. Cain gave his gift begrudgingly. Right? That's why God did more. He's like, oh, I know I got time. Here you go. Here you go, God. All right. Email him. I paid my time. Now, what else do you want? Stop talking to me. It's like a fool. Get out of my face. You're doing too much. That's a line. That, that is a line right there. You're doing too much. Keep your shirt made. Every parent, every parent of a teenager should have a shirt that says you're doing too much. I'm surprised you ain't got one. 
the church that just say, you do not Or you do too much. You do too much. The next one, the next one says, the next one says, again, we're talking about uh, why should we praise God for who he is and not about what he can do for us. The next one says, it reminds us that he owes us nothing. Lord, it reminds us that he owes us nothing. Can I say thank you for that? I don't know if that's, is that the one for the comeback this way? Thank you for that, though. Uh, the writer says, God doesn't owe us anything. Job uh, 1 and Job 2. He doesn't owe us good health. He doesn't owe us a tight-knit family. He doesn't owe us a wonderful job or anything. He often gives us blessings by his grace and mercy. But we have to remember that that mercy is unwarranted and unmerited favor. Emphasis on unwarranted. Our culture, oh God, has gotten so entitled, and, and, and even us, we have gotten so entitled. Uh, the writer says, I remember days in the retail where couples would scream me out if a coupon wouldn't stand up if we didn't have a certain blouse on a certain side. We've gotten to the point where we want it and we want it now. And we know that we have an all-powerful God with power to give us what we desire. We turn others. Mm. Praising God for God reminds us that we are far, that we have far deeper reasons for why we worship Him. The very air we breathe is a blessing. And the fact that He allowed us to live and get a chance to experience new life with Him is a miracle in itself. God doesn't work with entitled hearts and has a tendency to break them down and humble them. We see this in the story of Jonah, we see this in the life of Samson, and we see it in so many other places in Scripture. Come on now. Now, that, 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 that is the ultimate. The, the, we, and, and as Christians, you know, we, 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 you know we, we sing these songs, the blessing of Abraham. I got the blessings of Abraham. We got all this and all that. But we tend to act a little bit privileged. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're getting poor service from somebody, poor customer service from somebody, that's not being true. That's just that's you disrespecting people to do their job, right? But when I talk about privilege, it's it's about you know uh, I I shouldn't have to wait here or 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 I'm better than these people or or um, um, you don't you don't get to tell me no because I, I I'm God's child and I deserve this and I deserve you deserve. You deserve it. I, I just, I, I don't care where I was. And I think it was different because I saw my mom, my mom get up and go to work every day. Like, I, I never saw a time. I never saw a time when my mom didn't get up and go. And she was working even up until recently at, even at, at, at about to be 73. She was still getting up going to work every day. I never knew a time when my mother didn't work. So, so I recognized that work meant you got stuff when you went to work. You were able, working access, to be able to get some of the stuff that you wanted. So that, even though I was a spoiled brat child, only child, yes I was, even though I recognized that, I recognized what it took to get. So I was never going to be, I deserve it. I was never going to be, how come I don't have this? Or why I got to wait to get this? I was never gonna be. I was never gonna be that uh, uh, that that kid because I recognized that my mama busted her butt for everything that we had. I, I recognized that, right? So 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 it was one of those things where it was good 
to see that because it is still it is still the work ethic in me. So when it comes to to thinking that we're owed something, God owes nothing. No, we owe you nothing. You woke up, and He owe you that. You woke up, and that's why our praise should always come with 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 uh, uh, it always should be high at a high level. Because technically, every day you wake up, you want something. Huh? You won't get no help for that. Every day you wake up, you want something. Uh, my brother Andre said, where did it go? It disappeared. Let me scroll back up. My brother Andre said, he said, you know what I've learned? Even when things aren't going well, I always say thank you, Jesus, because, uh, because of you, it could it could be worse. Absolutely. I think about that often. Man, I think about, one of the things I think about a lot and I haven't had, had them recently, knock on wood, in my head, and all that, is I think about uh, the extent of how bad my headaches used to be. And I used to always complain and complain and complain and complain. And it, it was a time when I just said, you know what? And it comes with maturity. It's like, you know what? I thank God for the headache that I can feel it. Right? I thank God for the headache because I can feel it. Because there's some people who don't have any feeling. There's some people who, who wish all the only problem they had was a headache. Right? So I have to thank God, even, even in those situations. And it, watch it, you become a better worshiper. You become a better praiser when you can thank him in the midst of some other stuff that's going on. Right? That's that, that's that I don't feel like it praise. Come on, Felicia, Matthew 6. Yeah, all things in order. Said, all my children are grown. If they don't know none of the scriptures, they know uh, no man, nothing but love. Right. That's it. Nothing but love. The writer goes on to say, number three, the third thing, the third thing she says, well, she says is, it's biblical. It's biblical. She says, we see plenty of verses uh, that praise God for being God. Let's look at some of those. Psalms, woo, 69 and 30. I will praise God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Psalm 95, 1 and 3. Come, let us sing for the joy of the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. <clears throat> for the Lord is great and the great king above all gods. Psalm 118 and 1. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, and his love endures forever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Often the verses in these chapters move to extol God for some things he has done. But they always start with praising God for being God. Let me get that again. They often start from praising God for being God. First, the writer says, I think the most poignant example we can draw from Scripture is a case where everything went wrong. And the person still praised God. He comes see Job. Satan robbed him of everything, of his family, his health, his home, his possessions, his wealth. Yet he still praised God. Let's look at the verse. Job 1, 20 and 21. At this, Job got up and tore his robe, shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the Lord, may the name of the Lord be praised. Look at that. Look at that. Then Job 2, 9 and 10. 
His wife said to him, are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, you talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all of this, Job did not sin in what he said. Ah, that's NIV version, by the way. First of all, the writer says, we can see, we can, uh, we can very much see why Satan left Job's wife and friend alive in all of this. But secondly, notice how in the first section, Job praises God even after he loses everything. He knows that life will bring trials. Scripture guarantees that to you all and to us, to everybody, that life will bring trials. Scripture, the word of God guarantees us that trials are going to come. But that doesn't mean we can't continue to praise God even in the midst of storm, in the midst of dry seasons, in the midst of hard times. We can still praise God. Again, we praise God not because of what he's doing and what he's done, but also because of who he is. Alicia, I saw your comment. He does shower us with the blessings, and, uh, but we don't love our Father because of the gifts he brings. I hope that's not why. But because he has such a loving Father who has the audacity, watch this, to call wretched sinners such as ourselves his children. Ah, come on now. He has the audacity. As messed up as we are, to still call us his children. Malisha, I might be hitting back on your original question. Let me read that again. He does shower us with so many blessings, but we don't love our father because of the gifts he brings, but because we have such a loving father who has the audacity, we're talking about God. God has the audacity to call wretched sinners still his children. As bad as we can be, he still calls us his children. He still calls us his children. He never, uh-oh, cuts us off. He never turns his back on us. Yeah, there's going to be some consequences for our actions, but he never turns his back on us. Like the father of the prodigal son, he's waiting for us to turn around, to come to ourselves and recognize that he ain't just somebody that blesses us with gifts. Right. There you go, preacher. She ratchet, but she still my I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. They still are. They still are. Because guess what? Guess what? God still loves us despite all our mess. Huh? Right. If you take your kids' mess, you put your kids' mess on the table. Watch this. And then take your mess and stack your mess up next to your kids' mess. Woo! Huh? We should be able to praise him because of the insurance. David gave a great example in Psalm 34 and 19. Let me get to, uh, uh, where's, 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 where's that over here? Uh, the chat. Now Matthew 6 and 3 3. Matthew 6. And I'm oh, sorry, that was Felicia. Matthew 6 and Matthew 6 33 says, But seek ye first, yeah, glory, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. All things shall be added unto you. That's good. That's good. That'll preach right there. That will preach right there. I like it. 
I like it. That'll preach right there. That, but you, you, it's God first. You don't read the message. Let me get 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 the message. message. Uh, let's see. Let's see. 33 says, speak your life in God reality, God initiative, God provision. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. In order. Yeah. Please, uh, Shante gave me Psalm 34 and 19. Psalm 34. And 19. 34. 34 and 19 says, let me do KDV first and then I'll come back to it. <clears throat> King James and them says, where'd he go? King James says, 3419, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but but the Lord delivered him out of them all. I like that. Message Bible says, 3419, disciples so often get into trouble, still God is there every time. Woo! Yeah, I like that. That's good work right there. That'll preach. That'll preach by itself right there. That's awesome. That's a good word. That's a good word. Look, y'all, this was this. I like this article. This was good. This was good. Now you on the road. <laughs> you on the road. How you on the road picking these articles, y'all? She on the road. Look here. That 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 there is there is something about my my sermon, my sermon Sunday uh is 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 dealing with praise. It's dealing with praise. My Sunday, I'm preaching Sunday, y'all. Y'all wanna come to y'all wanna come hang out. I'm preaching funny. I mean, you call the way in uh, Naperville, uh, Ms. Brown, and Mr. and Mrs. Brown, uh, and Chianti, I know you all the way in Egypt. You need a camel. Hello. <laughs> you need a camel and a donkey. <laughs> Look at Oh, God. Oh, God. Look, y'all. It's been. It's, this, this is. This has been good. This has been good. Uh, we. This is good. Look, hey, check it out. Uh, you, you had a. Oh, you had a flight already. I'm ready to watch it. Isn't that? Check it out. Hey, if y'all ain't doing that, we still taking vengeance. Uh, if you know somebody, uh, who who has a, a good product, uh, and they are an entrepreneur and they have a great product, they want to come out and, and they're trying to get, you know, trying to get put on or whatever, uh, and they're interested in being a part of our business and being a vendor fair. We're on the south side. Uh, we, have, uh, we have a space for you. The table is different. I didn't know they went up. Why did I just know that? Oh, anyway, the table is 60, interesting. It's $60. That, okay, now it makes sense. I promise you can not community that. But it's $60. And uh, you get a table, and we're going to be out here on, on you're going to have tables on tables on 40, 50, and on the business side. And you come out, man, it's going to be, we have, we have very good crowds that come to our business there. Uh, but if you want to set up a table, you can definitely do that. Come on out, man, set up a table. Man, look at it. I know it's just some of the best food. We have some good food. We have some good products. Uh, people are out here with their stuff. If you like viewing the candles and the, uh, what is it, the butters, the shea butters, and and all that kind of stuff. You are welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, she said, dang, I feel Bohemian Jewish. <laughs> are you being funny? Or are you for real? 
don't even know. I can't go there. But uh, you guys are welcome to come out. If you want to get a table, hit me up. Let me know. Let me know. Information, oh, information is on the flyer. Uh, you can, I know the, the time has been booked, but you can still get a table. Uh, you can still get a table. The information is right there. Or you can reach out to me, inbox me. Uh, let me know if you want to get a table. I'll let you know what you can do. You can get your, get your money in. You can get your table assignment uh, and all of that. And then just come, if you, if you just want to come and, and, and uh, uh, be a customer, right? If you want to come and partake, you're welcome to do that as well. My mama's going to be out there with some of that good piece cover. My dog mama's going to be out there with some of that good, uh, then she make good personal panel cakes from the sports joint. Uh, what's, the, what's the name of the show? Uh, somebody did that stuff with shine on their product. So, uh, is that it? We got anything else? No. No? We good? And we on time. Look at God. Huh? Look at God. Anyway, y'all, look, we're going to get ready and get out of here. Let's uh, let's pray. And, and look, let's pray in business. <laughs> and we're standing. Father, we thank you for the time uh, that we had tonight, God. We just bless your name, Lord God. We just recognize that you are a great, great God. And you are a God that deserves praise, whether you bless us or not. You are a God who deserves uh, all the glory, all the honor. And God, we lift up our praise unto you. So, God, we just bless your name today. God, we thank you for every listener, every viewer, every watcher. God, we pray that you would cover their homes, cover their jobs, cover their cars, cover their finances, God. Cover their minds and their bodies. God, we ask that you would cover them, God, every listener on Blog Talk, for those who chimed in on the chat on Blog Talk, God, we're praying for them as well. God, we lift them up to you right now, God. We're praying for every church. 
that's going to be open in your name this weekend. We're praying right now that you move like you've never moved in each and every church that is opened in your son Jesus' name. We pray now for this, this day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every heart said amen and amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Uh, but we're going to get, get ready to get out of here. And uh, that's what we got. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Hey! Uh, you get one of revolution. Keep your head on a swivel. Huh? Hey, do you, do you, do you want a revolution? I'm saying this on Sunday. <laughs> I need you, I need you to, I need you to body roll in the bathroom while I'm doing it. <laughs> you got me. Uh, we go, y'all. Y'all have a good night, man. <laughs>